In a world full of distractions, there is one big question on every dog owner's lips. How do I become more than just the person holding the other end of the leash? We all get dogs with a dream in mind, a vision of the future. And if right now your everyday reality isn't quite that picture you had in mind, you are in the right place. It really doesn't have to be this way. You absolutely can and will be more to your dog than just the person who gets in between them and the world. The key is you need to be more sexy. More sexy than the neighbourhood cats. More sexy than the jogger in the park. More sexy than that half-eaten hamburger they just found on the floor. And yes, even more sexy than the dog across the road. I'm Tom. And I'm Lauren. Together Together we're we're Absolute Absolute Dogs. Dogs. And you're listening to the Sexier Than a Squirrel podcast. And welcome to the Sexiness Girl podcast, the podcast that gives you real life results. Now, dog training results, people results, coaching results, actually results. It gives you results. And today I'm joined by the wonderful Claire Bacon. Claire runs a dog training and dog boarding kenneling service in, um, well, just up just up from us, really, like a couple of hours. Uh, so it's kind of southwest, really. Um, and in terms of what Claire does, I know that Claire has had lots of different coaching, lots of different training, and Claire is a pro dog trainer. Now, Claire, tell us a little bit about you. How did you discover Absolute Dogs? And tell us a little bit more about what you do. Um, I think I discovered it. I think it probably popped up on Facebook that you were advertising Academy, because um, I've obviously known you for a long time through agility. Um, and it just looked really fun and really cool. And I'd just taken on a foster dog at the time so who had quite a lot of struggles so it was really fun trying it all out with her and trying all the games out and she ended up a really brilliant dog that lives with a friend now um so yeah I think that's how I heard about it so I run 10 Evermore Dogs um just south of Bristol and we run a few different things we do residential training a bit of boarding a bit of daycare we run puppy classes and life skills classes um a little bit of agility training and a little bit of sheepdog training I love the sheepdog training I love watching the sheepdog training and I love that it's actually very very specialist Claire yeah so I think when you say it, you say it so humbly a little bit of this a little bit of that you're actually a genius at sheepdog training like I literally it's like hands down I, I think I feel like I've only just scratched the surface with it like there's so much more to do like there's so much more to learn no, I mean, honestly, you are crushing it. You're literally, it's powerful. So loads of us have our reason for doing this, our powerful why, our reason for going into it, our reason for coming out of it, our powerful why might even adapt and change and and get bigger or um, just head off in a different direction. What do you see yours as being? Um, I think for me personally, it's to... To have a business that offers an amazing surface, that offers um, diff- something different. So our kennels, we we only have 12 kennels and we have staff on like eight hours a day. So we can offer like so much better service than a lot of kennels. Like dogs get walked twice a day. Um, we're really, really aware of calmness in the kennels. We're start- like it's a really, really quiet place to be. So offering owners somewhere that their dogs effectively get a holiday while they're away and while the dogs are with us um and with like our puppy classes I think we offer something something a bit extra really something that is really games based it's really positive it's really holistic you don't kind of 
come in and have just a set course that you learn each week it's really we cover everything absolutely everything they could possibly need to know about owning a puppy um so yeah for me it's running just a a brilliant business that people love and that people really want to come to and want to bring their dogs to I love that no I absolutely love that and so I know you've been in dogs a long time Um, I know that your dad um, competes with dogs and trains dogs and your whole family has um, a lot of passion for dogs. Um, I suppose what made you jump into pro dog trainer? What made you decide that actually I'm going to do pro dog trainer? Because that is a little bit of a leap in itself. Mm. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'd been I've been teaching agility for a few years full time, but found I really wasn't very happy. It just wasn't. And I didn't really know why. Um, and I looked at a few different behavior courses, but I'm really not academic. I can't learn in that, I don't know, I guess, traditional style. Yeah, really. I just, it, it just yeah. wouldn't go in. Um, yeah. So I looked at that and just thought, there's no point in me even trying. I know I can't learn that way. So didn't really know what I wanted to do. I went out and did a couple of other jobs. I worked at a vet's, um, which I loved, but it wasn't sustainable long term. It was working nights for minimum wage. It just wasn't something I could do forever. Um, and then I worked in recruitment as well for a little bit for about 18 months, wow. which I did OK. at. It, it wasn't natural to me, but I did OK. But it still it wasn't what really fitted with me. Um, and I'd been in academy with and been going through it with my own dogs. And it just all made sense. It just yeah. all everything I did. I was like, this just makes sense. Everything I've been trying to do with my dogs and doing the traditional way just wasn't working and yeah I didn't really have the confidence to do it differently on my own so joining academy gave me loads of confidence to try different ways and to do different things um and then I remember seeing pro trainer and I think I'd not been at the recruitment agency very long and I wanted to give that a good chance so I didn't take it up the first time round. but by the time it came around the second time I really wasn't happy at all I wasn't enjoying my job I was just absolutely miserable and I just thought I'm gonna do it I'm just gonna dive in and do it um and about the same time I'd been talking to my dad about possibly building kennels at our place and going down that route a bit more because the timing was right for various reasons planning permission and things like that so I yeah I just dived in and did it and really haven't looked back this completely changed my life and I love that because that is a bit of a change, right? Like teaching agility mm-hmm. full time to running a business that actually um, has quite a diverse audience. You have quite mm-hmm. a big audience now, really, rather than quite a niche audience and a smaller audience. So in terms of um, completing P- PDT or pro dog trainer, how has that changed your life? It's completely different. Totally, totally different. Um, I'm now... Like I run a really great business that I'm really, really proud of. Um, I've got four people that work for me. That's and incredible. Even, and, and that's changed quickly. In January last year was when I first started having somebody help me a couple of hours a day. So from January last year to now, I've got four people working for me. Um, we've got a brilliant team. Like the people that work with me are amazing. They're really great people. Um, it's given like my whole family a different lifestyle. Like everything we run such a good business that life's more comfortable now. Like I've just, I've just bought a tractor that for my dad to be able to do all the work around the farm when he's battled with a really old, like tractor that should be in a museum really. High five. Like that is cool. Like, and I love that you've bought that for your dad. And of course I managed to catch some photos of it. So I loved it when I saw it because I literally, I saw Jen on it. 
And um, I literally I think it's amazing because how does that make you feel? It's great. And he absolutely loves it. Like he's battled with this. The tractor he had was probably 50 years old when he got it 30 years ago. Like it was ancient and he's battled with it and made do with it for years. So seeing him bombing around on a new little tractor is just great. It's it's lovely. And it means that he can get out and do what he loves much easier. So it's not just helped me, it's helped people around me and it's given me the opportunity to have people that work with me and they've now got a great lifestyle as well. They've got a job that they absolutely love and something they're really passionate about. So it's not it's not just changed change my life. It really ripples out through everybody else around me. Like honestly, it's incredible and it's breathtaking and it's it's really powerful stuff. Now, I know we were talking, I don't know if you mind me sharing, but I'm going to attempt it anyway. I know we were talking about like it wasn't that long ago that you had a business where you got a tax bill and that kind of scared you and you were a little bit worried about that, right? Like it was it was a different time. I don't know if you want to explain that a little. Yeah. Only again, January last year. Obviously, we have COVID and that I only just started really with my business when COVID hit. So financially, when I then got quite a big tax bill that I, I had no money, I had nothing to pay it. So I had to take out a loan in January last year to pay my tax bill yet now I've just found out what my tax will be now pill will be now and I can pay it comfortably I can buy the tractor like we there's no worry financially there's no real worries like we and what and that's 18 months that's nothing that's no time at all like what a different business and what a different world and what do you put that down to um Hard work. I've worked really, really hard. I've, I ran it all on my own for quite a long time, um, just with help from my parents, really. Worked really hard. Um, but pushing forward as well, like really learning. I've absorbed everything in ProDog. Um, I've done Geek. I did, there was a coaching course a couple of years ago. I did that as well. Like I just, I've, I've absorbed it all the time. I've either, if I'm eating my lunch, I've got something on. I've got ProDog or Academy on, or I'm listening to podcasts. Like it's just, I I'm trying to grow all the time, trying to and grow everything. Even when we had a pro dog trainer day here not very long ago, you brought your um, team with you. So you mm-hmm. tried to bring your team in different ways and get them immersed in it too. I love that. Like I really love that because you're hungry for helping them too. And I love that you see the ripple effect isn't just yours. Actually, it's for them as well. So um, you can see how much it can help them as well. So I, I just think that's incredible, Claire. Like I really think that's incredible. So is there anyone in particular that has been an inspiration for you um, or anything specific you think that really inspired me? I think it probably sounds really cheesy, but you have like massively. Like I just think I constantly see you pushing through barriers. And I think last time I came down, I said, like, I know you move fast, but like this is something else. Like it's not been that long since I've been here and it's totally different. And it gives me the confidence like I can see that it all can be done. It really can, like you can push forward and you can invest money and you can invest time in stuff and it it pays off. Like when you push forward, it really pays off. I am so proud of that because I'm proud of obviously you acknowledging it and seeing it. And I didn't know you were going to say that. So that was really not a, a poached question there. Um, I love that you say it because... I think, yeah, we do push forward really hard. And actually, I love the fact it has a ripple effect. And I see then people like you push back on that and go, yeah, I'm going to do that. Like, I love that. Like, same as what you're saying, powerful why. Like, I see, I love seeing other people achieve. Mm. So I actually love seeing yeah, other people. I love inspiring other people. And, and I love that you've seen that. And 
for you to see your dad happy on his tractor that that makes my day too like that mm. is that's a cool thing isn't it to, to yeah definitely and it's not my nature either. I'm quite a cautious person. and My nature, I'd say, is actually quite pessimistic. I have to really make a conscious effort to be brave and be confident and be optimistic. That's not, it doesn't come naturally to me in the slightest. I love it. So you're actually like defying gravity, mm, what yeah, you're doing, definitely. Which, which is really cool. So was there any point in your pro-dog trainer journey or your journey that you thought I can't do this or I'm not the right person for this or am I good enough for this or you doubted yourself I think initially it probably happened every day all the time I think and it and that little thought can niggle still really regularly all the time it can try but every day it gets a little bit easier to tell it to go away like it's it's still there all the time I just have to do a lesson and think oh did I do the best of that and and it's there and I have to go no I'm doing a really good job like we're doing a good job we've got such brilliant clients and like I love our clients they're amazing um and my team are brilliant and we get such good feedback and I just think uh, it's easier to shut myself up and go no no it's all good like we're we're doing a good job we do we know we're doing the best we absolutely can every single day I love that. And I, I think we all have those stories, don't, don't we? Like this morning, I, at eight o'clock, was tearing my hair up because Liza wasn't ready for school and um, the guys were starting work and I hadn't really got a list for them for what I needed done for the day. And there was like loads of things going on. And I said to Matt, oh my God, I literally feel like I need another 24 hours a day. And he was like, Lauren, you've probably done more than most people do in 24 hours a day and it's only eight o'clock. Like you've been up since five, you have been literally hustling and working and doing stuff nonstop. And and I think it is those little reminders. And sometimes that voice comes from within. And sometimes Matt or someone around us is that voice. Um, another one this evening, I, I crashed Matt's car this evening. Not an ideal scenario. And um, not badly. I just actually reversed it into a really nice BMW, like brand new. And Matt's <laughs> truck is, is not brand new and is quite hardy. So Matt's truck's fine. Um, and I could have like left that as my story for the day. I could make that my story, like like it's terrible and, and I could lose sleep over that. And actually, that is what insurance is for. The person was fine. I was fine. The car was stationary. Nobody was in it. Our car was moving. It was me reversing it. And I just didn't see what I should have seen. I forgot how long Matt's truck was, to be fair. And um, and actually, um, and it does have reverse sensors and it also has a camera. I just didn't use any of them. Um, and, um, and so... Uh, for me, the big thing um, is, and I think this is a really big thing, is is what you make of the information that's in front of you and then how you interrupt it. And so for me, interrupting that, you know what, that is what insurance is for, rather than I've crashed the car and I've made a massive mistake and I'm going to like give myself like horror stories over this again and again and again and again and make myself victim to this car. Like I'm not a victim to that car or no, actually, I am doing a really good job. And I think being able to replace those stories, Claire, and interrupt those stories or interrupt that pattern of thinking or that pattern of behavior is one of the most powerful mindset things we can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I but totally agree. And I job. and I flood myself with like, like all the podcasts that I listen to and all my social media is all people that think the right way and think how I want to think and mm-hmm. I absolutely because I know it's not my nature so I have to flood myself with all of that type of thought equally I know you do another thing and that is you block things that are not your type yeah absolutely yeah definitely I block anybody like even if it just gives me a twinge of like oh I I feel uncomfortable with that or I feel like I'm not good enough I, I just block it make sure I don't see it it's not 
it's I'm on my path it doesn't matter what other people are doing it's not going to be something you digest right you're not digesting that no not willing to digest it not for you and what makes the pro dog trainer program unique in your opinion I think there's probably a few things I think the learning style for me was the probably the biggest thing because I just I'm not a sit still and watch and listen type of person like it needs to be short videos high energy it needs to like draw me in and keep me there because I will switch off really really quickly um so that side of it and having lots of different learning styles as well and having the it written as well Mm -hmm. um I think that's really good and that really suits me and I'm quite often feel like I'm ruined a little bit because I'll watch other stuff and it just bores the life out of me and I can't I'm I really can't like or I'll listen I'm, I'm trying to listen to a, a book at the moment an audio book and it's a, supposed to be a brilliant book and I can't get through it because the audio is too boring I just can't <laughs> so like the learning style for me is a massive thing but also it covers everything it doesn't just cover dog training it covers the people training it covers like the positive thinking the business side um almost like life coaching it's it's everything it gives you absolutely everything you could possibly need I love I love I love that on so many levels and I can relate and resonate on so many levels which I think is where why it's where it's at because both Tom and I couldn't sit still either so mm-hmm. I know that both of us have to engage to be honest each other let alone um, stay near a camera because there's a lot to there's a lot to there's a lot to learn and it's got to be done in a fun way isn't it life's not fun enough already like no. there's no point watching stuff that's not fun right like there's already the world is lacking fun um I, I'm just looking around some posters actually I've just literally noticed there's loads of posters that have arrived in this so I'm in the office at the moment and I can see mm. some here. there's some behind me this way and there's also some in the corner over there I can just see in the corner and oh, yeah. I'm just looking already at how much colour and how much fun is in them and I think that's life needs a bit more fun life needs a bit more injection of colour life needs I know it's a bit corny maybe but like that movie the the greatest showman where he says like not so like you don't want it so typical you want it more colourful yeah like, life needs a bit more colour in it and I think yeah I love what you say there and then I suppose if someone was to ask you, Claire, whether they should do pro dog trainer, what would you say? Yes. No ma- and no matter what, whether it's just that you've got one dog or even really no dog, to be honest, like the life coaching side of it and how it changes, it gives you a positive community and it like, and I'm not an active person in like the social media groups at all, but it's still nice to know it's there and to see that other people are going through things. And I think it's completely, even if I hadn't been running a dog training business or really had dogs, I think it still would have changed my life completely. I love that. I love that. Like, I really love that, that even if you've got no dogs and you just have a goldfish, I really want you here. <laughs> yeah. Train the goldfish. I'm sure it would work. <laughs> Let's do this. Um, absolute dogs, absolute fish. Um, and I suppose in terms of, I know that you run your own dog training business. How do you see this training, this journey, this whatever you're going to be doing? How do you see it going from here? I feel a bit like I've got so many options. I don't know. I don't know where to go. There's so much I could do. It's like, it's like, and in a good way. 
I want to coach you a little bit more and I want to be like, right, we're going to take it here. We're going to take it there. So we're going to have to take this offline, Claire, uh, because I, I feel like it's a really cool space you've got right now. Like really. But, cool um, yeah, that feels amazing to be in a position where there's so many options and they're all good options. Like there's so much to do. And it's like that can only be a good thing. That, it sounds like you're in a pick and mix, right? Mm, now. That's great. Like that's that is really, really cool. And then I suppose last and probably my my final my final question um of course unless you've got anything else you want to add so you can definitely add anything else too but what's your favorite absolute dogs game and why um oh there's so many I think pre-mac probably because it's something I've used really recently with one of my sheep dogs with a struggle um something that I was struggling to train on the sheep so I took it off the sheep and trained it with a toy using pre-mac and it's gone back to the sheep and she's brilliant and it's worked really really nicely oh I love it I love it when a plan like comes to fruition mm. I love that like I do and it's really nice to train something like that in a really modern fun way where not necessarily the traditional sheepdog way very very refreshing and I think from a sheepdog point of view oh my goodness, like that is a whole new world. And so actually there's a whole untapped world really there in lots of ways. Like it is quite untapped and quite special. Mm-hmm. So no, I think, I think amazing. Um, anything else you'd want to add, Claire? I'm really happy. I think that it's been really fun chatting to you. Um, I think I'm good. I just think I, it really, really has changed my life. I, I don't think my business would be what it is if I hadn't done pro dog trainer. I, I don't think my life would be like that. I think it's even like rippled through it. Like my dad, my dad's like Mr. Negative. And actually now he's Mr. Positive. Like he's almost 70 and it's turned him around through me. Like it's, I, it's brilliant. I really, I think everybody should do it. I love that. We're going to work on your sister next. <laughs> <laughs> She's getting there. She's working, we're working on her. I love her. Um, no, I definitely, definitely, definitely think um, Claire, I, that's so refreshing. And I absolutely celebrate your success. I love your success. I love what you're doing. I love what your team are doing. I love the ripple effect. I love how it's growing. I love how it's putting you in a position where you can say, yeah, I want to come to that training or yeah, I want to do that. And that actually, if anything, time is your only object, not money. And actually money has just become something that facilitates more learning for you or more opportunities for you or or more growth. And we're definitely taking the coaching offline. more I've got ideas on this uh that was this episode of the sexy than a squirrel podcast and absolute thanks and huge thanks to Claire Bacon uh for joining us uh because that's been incredible and just hearing a little bit more insight into kind of the hows the whys the where's We've got loads more coming to you in our next episode of the Sex and Squirrel podcast, literally dog training central and obviously wanting to hear a little bit more from different perspectives. Thank you once again so much, Claire. And remember, stay sexy.